And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your We are the last Americans. We are the last Americans. We are What is going on, everybody? The Titanic has sunken again. We're exploring the deep seas, 13,000 feet under. I'm the king of the world! Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You think Um, anybody's going to find that big-ass jewel or or whatever it was that rose through in? Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what they're looking for. You never know. Dude, I would not be shocked. Why would you not look for that? I yeah, right? Know. I don't know. I don't Come know. Come on now. Is there so, even really there? Is you that truth? No, I don't think Does so. Does that actually happen? I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. There might be some other anyway, jewels down there. Just saying. Maybe they're going to find all those uh billionaires that they offed when they sunk the ship. Mm, yeah, they're keeping it up, dude. <laughs> Trying to off the billionaires. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's it's like when you look at the story of the Titanic and who sunk yeah. on the Titanic. Yeah. Right? Like the Astor family, all these like rich ass families that they yeah. died. Had some huge eventually. Influence. Well, yeah, and it eventually just led to the World Bank being created. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, oh, okay, that was a coincidence. <laughs> the Titanic yeah. is still sinking billionaires, dude. You know what I mean? To it this is, day. dude. Uh, we're going to get into that for sure. Um, but guys, make sure you uh, follow everything and subscribe to everything that we have. We have a bunch of new channels up. Uh, I know Greg and, and Chris, you guys have been working really hard on getting that stuff uh, pushed forward. So yes. uh, make sure you guys At- get on there, review, and, and do all that stuff. Yeah, at the last Americans podcast on Instagram everywhere. So yeah. at the last Americans podcast. So yeah, just do yeah. that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it helps us a lot. So we appreciate that. Uh, I also want to just real quick before you jump, in, I want to give a quick shout out to our anniversary today. Me oh, and my wife's anniversary. anniversary. Nine years been together. Oh, I thought for... you were gonna say you and Chris. <laughs> no, well, you know, I mean, there's probably an anniversary for that coming up too, but. I don't know. I don't know when the exact The first day was. time he stuck his dick in you? The first Whoa. time I looked into his eyes. <laughs> Jeez. And was like, he's going to be don't my act friend. Don't like you shocked, Chris. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, it's, a, it's a, I just want to give a shout out. It's a, it's a nine-year anniversary. Uh, I've been together for, what, uh, 13 years? Yeah. Wow. Happy anniversary, yeah, Dave and Jill. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, she's been very helpful. So with your wife, I mean, they've been amazing with this whole journey that we're on. So shout out to them, uh, to all the wives right there. You guys absolutely, uh, yeah. So I want to get into this um, <laughs> the submarine situation, dude. Uh, it's kind of taken over the news right now, and rightfully. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of has all the uh, characteristics of things that uh, Americans and people of the world love, right? There's a search and rescue, search and yeah. rescue. Yeah, you got billion, million billionaires on this million thing. billionaires. Well, I don't remember if the other one's a billionaire. One's a billionaire for sure. They uh, all of them have have money. Yeah, so this thing is is interesting, man. And, I, you know, I haven't dived extremely deep on it yet. Um, but last night, yesterday, they started releasing some of the names, which then, uh, you know, in turn, last night I was in bed and I was like, who are these fucking guys? You know what I mean? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know yeah. what, yeah, I don't really know. I don't have a tie. So if you're looking well, for, like, this groundbreaking information, it's not going to happen here. But I, sure. I want to start pushing, putting the pieces, like, what does this dude do? Who You know, who are these two gentlemen? Yeah. And what really happened here? Well, let's let's take a step back real quick and explain what exactly happened. Right. Yeah. So you had this deep sea exploring company called Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. And they went down to go explore the Titanic wreckage and 
they did not return to the surface. Okay. Yeah. So they were overdue. Now this thing is, it's a it cost a pretty penny to join this thing. 250,000. $250,000 to get a seat on this thing, right? Uh, there actually is no seat. There's no seats. Oh, you have okay. to you have to sit Indian style. Yeah, you have to. Wait a second, you racist white man! Uh, what did sure. you just say? <laughs> it is a term that is used Indian style. You know what I'm saying? Cross legged. Yeah. It's it's called hot cross bun, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hot cross, hot bun. cross bun. Get politically correct. Is that? Uh, what, I've never heard that term since I was like seven. I like you said. Bun. I've never heard that term since I was like seven. Yeah, since I was like seven. I haven't. <laughs> uh, no, this is a yeah, Ocean Gate. Yeah, man. So. To your point, like, it's very expensive to go on this thing. Like, mm-hmm. th- this is not something that me and you or anybody we know would be on. You know what no. I'm saying? This is not no. going to happen. Uh, but at the same time, and I kind of want to talk about that, too, was that this vessel, although it looks cool from the outside, uh, it's pretty chintzy, bro. Like, oh, for no. as expensive. Yeah, dude. For expensive, like, as an expensive trip this is. And, like, to Chris's point we were talking about before the show, like, they've made this, you know, trip multiple times. Yeah, this isn't like the mm-hmm. first time people have seen the fucking Titanic. They've been doing for it for sure, yeah. decades. Well, I mean, I don't know. They've been seeing the Titanic, but those are like, you know, those are explorers and stuff with lots of money backing them. This is more of a private thing. This is a private situation. All of them are private. Like, yeah, like everyone before, when they thing. have like their, their own little fucking things that they have, and they go down there and they see it, and then, yeah. But, yeah, but like, the other one's to, the, to Dave's point, though, the interior. Dave is a snob for interior decoration. Okay, so yeah, if yeah. you have a car, yeah, and it's like a million dollar car, but the inside is literally like a ten thousand dollar, you know, blah, 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 blah. he's like, yeah. fuck this car. That's why Tesla sucks, dude. Cheap fucking products. exactly. <laughs> Cheap ass fucking cars, dude. Uh, no, it's not. It's not just that. Like I care about that. Like you're on a submarine, right? You expect it to be a little more rugged. It's a submarine. You know what I mean? To some extent, this isn't like uh, the movies, right? Where you well, have these. I don't- robotic arms and shit that you're controlling stuff necessarily like this is just a submarine that's taking you down to look at it you know yeah, but well, you, what where's the pictures that you're looking at go to my like, tiktok okay okay uh, a couple years back they uh there was a like a journalist or a news agency that had went to the submarine and uh where's it just kind of kind of taking a tour of it and mm-hmm. the dude it's the first video here <laughs> like there's Perfect. shit that they just bought at like Fucking home goods and lows, bro. And just, Ikea? Oh this is all ikea out, bro? <laughs> I don't know. But look at, uh, look, they have a, literally no seats. Purpose. And look how it's ran. An experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body <laughs> and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or death. Okay, okay. You're, so they're forewarned. Oh! So this is the Take submarine. Shoes off, that's customary. Okay. Wow! God, you're li- you're literally sitting in yes. a pipe. There's five so people. This in is there. not your grandfather's submersible. <laughs> we only have one button. That's it. It should be like an elevator. You know, it shouldn't take a lot of skill. The Titan is the. Hold on. There's oh one. Oh my button. God. There's one button driving this thing. We only got no, one not. button. And it, it's literally down. Yeah, up and down. <laughs> yeah. It like actually. An so it has a single button in. In the actual submarine, but the submarine is actually ran by a uh, a video game. It's controller. ran remotely. It's a video game controller. They literally show it here in a second. Okay. Uh, there's a TV and a toilet that they say the was only, only used if necessary. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Titanic depths two point four miles below the sea. <laughs> Watch Dad, this. Dad, I should need that toilet. chicken sandwich oh, before we sort of. And yet, I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub right seemed here. improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. 
we run the whole Camper thing world? with this game controller. <laughs> Come on! It's yeah. You're paying two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars for this? Even the reporter's like, "Come on, man! You're asking mm. to die going down." <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That's what you I'm got saying, man. parts to your submarine from Camper, Camper World. World. <laughs> now, so have this. This was an older video, though. So have they like made some uh, oh, dude, better it, adjustments? Sure, I'm, I'm sure that there's been some. But the point is, is the, and he said it in the very beginning. This thing has not been regulated. This has not been looked at. This is just a you know some dude with money. Put this shit together. Granted, I don't really care that much about the, yeah. the PS3 controller, but like, because they do that a lot with all bunch of different things, just because it's at it, least upgrade to well. a PS5, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, man, there was like tape on things, like showing this is how, like this is how, this is what this is tape. Yeah, mm. I just feel like hardwired. You know, like I, I don't really like the idea that you're like two miles underwater. And you're you're running everything wirelessly, like the remote is wireless. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. hardwire that shit in there because we obviously have like a technology issue here. Uh, they lost. I, so we we've seen this, right? We see we see how rough this thing is. At least at one point, I'm sure it's been upgraded to some extent, but maybe not. If it worked, it worked. You know what I'm saying? But we saw that they lost communications. You know, they couldn't yeah, get a hold yeah. of them, and it's like you know you're deep deep in the water. You have no way of getting a hold of them. Elon Musk is actually, they use the, um, the whatever, link to uh, have communications. Neuralink? Neuralink was used for this uh, so that they communicate with the boats above. So tying yes, Elon I, into this <clears throat> a little bit. Go to the, go to the Twitter bookmarks because I, I bookmarked a picture. It's more of an illustration mm-hmm. that somebody drew. And... They're like, so uh, this is saying, like, I've been seeing people ask, why is it so difficult to find a submersible? And the depths that we're talking about, uh, it, it's a huge vessel, right? The yeah. Titanic was a huge vessel. So 882 feet, it's almost fi- uh, 50,000 tons with 52,000 tons submerged mm. displacement. It's 2.5 miles below the surface. Yeah. Yeah, and so like it's just like humongous. Like, is it split in half or something? Like yeah. the bow in the stern. Yep. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not just that. It's that like they lost mm. communications. And to this point, this actually this graph uses at this depth, like where they're at, uh, a hole is pre- in like in a pressurized scuba tank. Instead of uh, air being released, uh, water would be sucked in. Right? There's mm. just a huge amount of pressure. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not a good thing that they lost communications. Um, did they, I wonder if they like tested this out? Like, did they send it down without anybody in it and drove it around before? Oh, I'm they sure, did it? dude. I'm this sure. thing has been down there before. Yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't the first. I mean, that but, but, video. That's was what I'm saying. Though, that, that's what I wanted to know. Like, a couple did years, they? At least. How how tested were the communication systems in this? I think they were tested. I, I just think that like when you do these things, and we've seen this, and and they talked about it in the articles. Um. You know, especially one of the the guys that was on it was talking about he was an explorer, basically. And and they said that they understand the risk of this stuff. I mean, they're going to areas that a lot of people don't go. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always a possibility of something going bad. And unfortunately, when you're that low, like, something going bad is pretty much catastrophe. You know what I mean? Hmm. Do you guys find it, like, interesting that, you know, when you have, like, a controversial issue, it always ends with gate? Like, uh, yeah, that it was that it was Watergate. It yeah. was now what gate, yeah, Ocean Gate. You know what I mean? So come on, bro. It was like bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna find these guys. They're doing a uh, a mission right now uh, to try to locate them. 
Yeah. Uh, the issue is, is that this this particular submarine has, you know, only so much air in it. it, it I think it was up to like they 90 had, something hours. Uh, yeah. Hours. When, last I heard when they were like sending out the search and rescue, they had about 60 hours left of oxygen. And that's assuming that. And it had already been 24 hours. Yeah. And so, that's just assuming that it like just lost communications. But yeah. Apparently, uh, not through this article, but there was, you know, six or seven steps to get this thing back to the surface. There was multiple avenues of getting this back. And, uh, you know, there were some people commenting that the fact that none of those were done is not a great thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It says that maybe they're they're not there. They're not alive anymore. Um, That this thing took on water. Who knows? But the fact that there's no communication and that none of this is resurfaced yet with all the options to resurface. Well, let's get into who was on board here, at least who we know. Yeah, right? so we there don't... was there was five total people, man. Um, I don't have the full list, but there was, um, there was the, the gentleman running the, the submarine. Uh, there was another underwater guy, uh, which kind of looking them up, I'm sure their names will pop up somewhere, but looking them up, they were just part of this crew. They yeah. were underwater explorers. Uh, the names that I think are interesting is the uh, Hamish. I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's how you'd say it. Hamish, I think it is. It's Hamish, Hamish yeah. Harding. Um, This dude is a uh, UAE-based British businessman, pilot, explorer, and space tourist, founder He should wear a shirt that just says, like, I go ham. I go ham. (laughs) 100% ham. You know what I mean? I go ham-ish. I go go ham-ish. Within reason. This dude's uh, very, very wealthy, man. He's a very wealthy person. Uh, and he I look, looks like if Richie Rich got old, a little bit. That man. is true. That is true. Like a young Macaulay Culkin grew up. Yeah, he's got the old <laughs> space bow tie on, dude. Show him one more time. <laughs> Let me. I didn't. Uh, what? Oh yeah, bro. Look at that bow tie with like yeah. the red, white, and blue. Uh, is that an Olympic medal? He, he, he no, got? he won a medal. He's won many. And that's many a that's a space bow tie. That's planets yeah. on it. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So this dude's uh, very wealthy. Um, he worked for the Antarctic VIP tourism company, White Desert, mm. which I thought was interesting. I actually have the uh, this one I sent you, but this company, uh, just looking it up real quick, they actually would take trips to the Antarctic, which we've talked about many, many a times, mm-hmm. uh, and you could rent like a, a shack, uh, spaces as they call it, uh, and they have like these set times that you can go, uh, and for like, what is it? Five days, $62,000. Uh, if you want to go to this other camp, it's like $104,000 for a week. Yeah. Uh, very expensive. Uh, and, you know, we all know the, the Antarctic is uh, very exclusive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is saying that Harding also visited the South Pole a number of times, accompanying Buzz Aldrin in mm-hmm. 2016. Yep. And he became the oldest person ever to reach the South Pole. Now, that's coming from Wikipedia. So, and so I, I've, I've looked this up, and uh, this is I, the reason I actually put up Wikipedia is because I actually looked up the articles and found that most of this is accurate. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm using it as a reference here. But, uh, yes, yeah, so he did that. He also uh, he went to space, which is, which is interesting. He, <laughs> yeah, he went, yeah. With, he went to space on the dick rocket with Bezos. He went on the cock rocket? I don't know if he went Blue on the Origin. dick rocket. Yeah, he went on Blue Origins, dude. Oh, it that's was Blue Origin, NS-21 mission. Yes, he did. You're right. So on the fifth space flight of the New Shepard rocket, the New Dick New rocket. Shepard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he did that. And then he also um, he also flew around the world. Uh, and that was documented for a, uh, it was a documentary. It was all live streamed. Mm. Um, so he flew around the world, uh, pole to pole, which was, and he actually had a world record for that, for the uh, oh. how fast it was. They had four stops and uh, they did it quickly. 
So they refueled and just kept going. It was and, 46 hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it went from like South Pole to North Pole, that, that direction. Which let's, actually, not, let's not skip over this, though. It's, this isn't the first deep dive that he's went into the ocean, okay? He went to the deepest point of Mariana Trench. He broke a record with that as well. He has a Guinness World Record. He went down to the Mariana Trench. So he's been. He's been to the deepest. Mm-hmm. How's that? I thought nobody's been down there. Well, they, to, to, to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know that we've been to the deepest actual part. But just this is in. what this says. He dived down to the deepest point of the Mariana Trench at 36,000 feet mm-hmm. in a two-man submarine, setting the record for the greatest length covered and the greatest time spent at the full ocean depth. Yeah. So this guy's seen some shit. He's seen some shit, bro. Yeah. Um, in August of 2022, Harding was introduced uh, into the Living Legends of Aviation. Inducted, yeah. He was mm. inducted, sorry, inducted into that. And uh, now listen, I got to be real with you. I don't know if I put much weight on that because Tom Cruise is in that. <laughs> so, uh, okay. you know. Hey, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts. I saw sure, his sure. Uh, recent Mission Impossible video. Okay, sure, come on. Sure. Uh, so this dude is is uh, definitely like what you would consider a modern explorer, right? Like to an extent. He's not like, you know, what he's doing is risky. Uh, he's trying to go to places that most people have not been. And yeah. to be honest with you, um, it's impressive, right? It, the fact that you went to the the North South Pole, you flew over it. Not many people have. The fact that you went to space, the fact that you went to the deepest part of the ocean, like that's mm-hmm. some pretty significant shit. Yeah, uh, Dude, this is stuff that I feel like Elon Musk should be doing. You know what I mean? Like a billionaire who's bored. I don't think he wants to. I think he wants to create the shit to do it, but I don't think he actually wants to do it. You know what I'm he saying? He doesn't want to go to Mars. Well, li- listen, it's high risk, man. Like this is super high risk shit. Like going to the the Mariana Trench is is dangerous. Yeah, two and man submarine. I yeah, mean, hello. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like probably you're probably right. Elon's more like, hey, I'll build you a rocket so you can go. Yeah, I mean, he would go. I think once it was tested and and checked out multiple times, I think he may go. But uh, <laughs> yeah. he has like risk analysis. Yeah. Like, mm, I'm computing seventy three percent chance of me dying. I will not go. <laughs> so this uh, this Hamish artist guy, he actually was the founder. Um, he's an entrepreneur and he was the founder of action group. Okay. Which Mm -hmm. I want to dive into down the road more once I think more information comes out, but basically Mm -hmm. this group, um, is a, is a private equity investment group, uh, which, you know, this is where I think is interesting. This guy is very, very rich. Uh, very, you know, he's an explorer, lots of ties. He's based out of Dubai. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we're talking a lot of money, a lot of wealth that this action group, they have action aviation which is a uh, aviation brokerage company. So they're selling planes, bro. Mm-hmm. So then I, my brain last night was going like, who Epstein? Like, what's going on? Like, who's who's involved, man? Who do you sell planes For to? For sure, dude. Yeah. Um, so, know. yeah, he's, he's done all that. He has a property group, which they invest in luxury apartments and properties around the world. Uh, they can build facilities for you. They also have a production company. Oh, uh, damn, bro. Yeah, Hollywood Production Company. Um which was started in 2010. Uh, they're partnered with Hollywood Productions. Uh, it's called Untitled. Mm-hmm. Uh, look that up, and there's a bunch of uh, commercials and shit that companies they work for. Uh, then there's One More Orbit, which is the um, Around the Earth uh, that he did, uh, where they actually made a documentary from Vision Films. So you're talking about a, a group here that is everything encompassed into one. Yeah, and- he has all the right stuff to fake anything he wanted. Well, yeah. I mean, you could go that route for sure, dude. I mean, well, he's got the And you're talking about money now. coming from uh, United Arab Emirates. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is like some uh, <laughs> Eastern money, you know, like, yeah. uh, what's going on over there? I don't know. So one thing that I noticed that people were talking about, um, if you go to the article from the FAI.org, uh, it should be up there. Um, so one thing that people were talking about on Twitter is uh, this guy supposedly went around the earth, right? He went North Pole, South Pole, and the whole thing. Well, some people aren't real smart. They look at a flat map, okay, and they see his uh, pathway. Yeah, this one here. Well, it's a flat earth, Dave, so what are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's not a flat earth, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So on, a, on the, the flat earth map that we all see, right, the map of the world, his, his trajectory went down and circled around you know, Antarctica and went back up to the North Pole and back around. Oh. And they were saying, oh, I find it real funny that he didn't even cross the Antarctica. He just fucking circled around it. You know what I mean? Oh. When you actually look at this map here, this is the actual global map. You can see that he actually did go, if you believe the Earth is round, that he actually went around the Earth. He actually crossed all the way through the, the South Pole. Uh, you can see the trajectory here. Dang, so they let him see the pole? Yes, he did. Wow. Supposedly. So that's like unheard of. Supposedly, right? So he supposedly did this. Now he's been there multiple times. He has the, the uh, whatever that that company was, uh, white whatever. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. White desert. White desert, and they go and take trips down there. So he's been there multiple times. Yeah, but coming from the flat Earth side, you take this globe that they put there mm-hmm. and you flatten that out, and he just did a big circle. Well, so my question would be, yes. So, so when you look at it on a flat scale. It looks like a, a, a kind of a football shape that he went around, right? Yeah. But, like, it, it, the point would be, <clears throat> A, he's already been to space, okay? So if he went up to space, he would have seen himself if the Earth is flat, right? He would have known. How far into space did he go? Maybe well, that's what he, he high, went man. up to space first and goes, hey, this is a flat world. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set another record. Let's say that I went from pole yeah. to pole. Yeah, you know, he's so, like, that's doable. But my right? point is, is like, if it was flat, let's say hypothetically it was flat, right? Like, mm-hmm. how could he have gone? You know what I'm saying? There's no way to prove he couldn't have gone over the edge because there's supposedly a firmament there. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, well, yeah, it's you can show go, it. You can oh, go up high enough to see space, mm-hmm. to see it's black up there. And see, like, whatever. Just like that, uh, that Red Bull fucking guy that did that skydive from mm-hmm. what, whatever... 100,000 yeah. feet or whatever. They went higher well, than that, though. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> for sure. I mean, let's, let's just agree that the uh, the Earth is not flat for now. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll just make this <laughs> well, point. What I'm saying is, is you can you can say, I mean, you could look at at the South Pole here, Antarctica, and you can see the entire continent, right? Yeah. It's not squished like it is on a flat map. And you can see that he supposedly went through basically the center and then kind of veered off a little bit and started going back up to the, to the other side. Went to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. And so point I'm trying to make is it was a huge thing because not yeah. a lot of people get the opportunity. This dude, for whatever reason, has done it all. Even He's working with Buzz all, Aldrin. And he has a shitload of money, bro. So it's just like with this guy missing, what happens to his lineage? What happens to his money? Because his son was also down there with him. No. Right? No. His son so that's not. not the guy? Okay. No, it's a different guy. That They're from uh, they're a different The UK group. guy. He's a billionaire. No, this is the... Okay. Yeah, so this uh, the is... The Dawood father and son. Well, well, let's get into that guy. Shazada Dawood. He's 48 years old, and his son, who was 19, was on this uh, yeah. expedition as well. Very young. Very unfortunate, right, if something happens. Uh, this dude is, is in a UK-based... Uh, so they're, they're not from the UK, but they're UK-based father and son trapped on lost Titanic submarine alongside billionaire Brit. So that's the one we just talked about, Hamish. Uh, he's a Navy oh, yeah, player, yeah. warns there's no way, blah, blah, blah. 
So this dude, um, he's he's interesting as well. Um, he is involved in the Engro Corporation. Uh, he is right here. It says on this, a board member of the Prince's Trust Charity. Mm. Uh, and his son, Solomon Dawood, was on board the 22-foot craft. Uh, but the this Prince's guy's trust. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. But he sits on the board of Engro Corporation. Uh, and they have the same situation. They have um, multiple companies. Uh, they hired like some 2,600 individuals across this group. Um, the subsidiaries include Engro Fertilizers, Engro Agro Products, uh, you have Engro Energy, Power Gen, Quadrupur, uh, list goes on. Engro Polymer and Chemicals. I mean, you're talking about a huge list of, of stuff that this guy runs. So he's he's heavily involved. And revenue for this company, $248 billion in 2020. So a lot of money, a lot of money going around mm-hmm. this place, man. But I don't really know what the hell the Prince's Trust is. That that one. Well, dude, so I clicked on that link, and this is inside of the Daily Mail article. And what it does is it expands into a list of other Daily Mail articles that have to do with the Prince's Trust. Mm-hmm. And it's just going on to say, like, Buckingham Palace. And you have, like, mm. the, the king and the queen kind of tied up in this stuff, too. Okay. So this might have to do with the royal family over there as well, like the prince's trust. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about when we started the show is like this is an introduction. Their names, I think, were released yesterday. Yeah, And so you got two figures uh, who seemingly both have a lot of money, who have a lot of power in certain aspects, right, Uh, and probably have a lot of inside friends. I mean, they're... Let's be real. The you, Greg, you brought it up in the very beginning. The Titanic was sunk with a bunch of billionaires, or at the time, millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Very, very important people that changed, kind of changed history a little bit. Yeah. And so, or changed the direction of a lot of countries. Yeah. And now you get a, this expedition that allows citizens to pay a fee and go down there. And of course, they get. I mean, there's only five people, two of which are running the operation. And so three of them, one is a 19-year-old. The other two are very important figures in, in a lot of ways. They go down, and now they're missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were joking earlier that the Titanic's still taking down billionaires and billionaires. <laughs> but they, they kind of are, dude. You know what I'm saying? Is there something more to this? If, you, if your mind gets conspiratorial, Greg, and I know your, your brains are racking right now, where does this go? <laughs> like, the, the, are these people, did they want them gone? Uh, well... I mean, this is saying that, so he was a a board member for the Global Advisory Board of the Prince's, uh, Prince Charles Charity. So this is Prince Charles Charity, Prince, uh, the Prince's Trust International. Mm -hmm. So it's a big ass charity uh, brought to you by Prince Charles, the royal family. So uh, you have to wonder if he was a board member, what did he know? Mm. Who's still on the board? Like why this guy, you know, like if it were that conspiratorial angle, like, did this guy make some bad deals and they had to get rid of him? Would, did this guy know more about yeah. like some some dirt? Yeah, maybe it, the, the just because did? you have money. Like, but how how do you get on the board of something like that? Mm, it's a lot of a lot of handshakes and dick rubbing. You know what I'm saying? That's hard to get on. Like, I mean, how do you like really? How do you yeah. get on the board of a prince's charity company? You know people. You have to know people and you have to know things. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, and they one, have to trust you with certain things. Absolutely. 
One thing I will say, uh, just to kind of reel back the conspiratorial side, is that like I said the same thing about when we we talked about the uh, the private jet that went down. I had some some significant. Oh people. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you know, anytime that you have somebody that owns a private jet that can afford to go on a submarine to the Titanic, you're talking about you're only go- going to have the wealthy people doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's not shocking that this vessel was carrying millionaires and billionaires because, quite honestly, they're the only ones that are going to be dropping 250k to go on a submarine to the Titanic. It right? would be like if the Blue Origins rocket just blew up in outer space. Right. Yeah. I mean, Who do you expect to be on that ship? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so you could just argue that it's not conspiratorial. It's just the fact that, like, they have the money to do these things that are dangerous. And when they fail, it's like that's who it is. It doesn't matter who they, you know, donated to, who they've worked for. It's the fact that they are wealthy enough to do it, which is why they're in the situation that they're in. True. It's it's the uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? You're always, yeah. like, six people away from knowing Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That's the rule. And so it's like... These guys are always six degrees away from uh, joining the Illuminati or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody's always that close. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 at the end of the day, first and foremost, like we joke and we're having fun with this and it's, and it's interesting. But, you know, there is a 19-year-old on board. Uh, there are two men who, you know, one especially has done a lot of crazy things, which you could argue are like really cool. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's really interesting, cool stuff. Has been decorated. He goes, he goes ham ish. He goes hamish, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's sad because even uh, not even talking about the people running this, the two guys, uh, one of them is called Mister Titanic. Man, he's apparently been down there multiple times, dude. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's a it's a sad situation. Mister Titanic. I've, I've heard that called. Yeah, they've called him that multiple times. Talk about a porn name, bro. No kidding, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Here yeah. comes Mr. Titanic. I'm going to fill you break up. you in half. I'm going to fill you up with water. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be wet. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I'm going to sink you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bitch, get uh, over here. But at the same uh. time, like I, I hope that they find them safely. Uh, they're still looking, and there's still, a, there's still a chance that they are found alive. And I hope yeah. that they are. But, well, I mean, that time is yeah. running out. It's quickly. running out. But I'm saying there, you can't say that it's not possible. We don't know the situation. They're yeah. looking for them. Uh, and so hopefully they find them. Uh, but nonetheless, there are people that are going to lose their lives and families that are going to be devastated. Yeah. Uh, so I think over the course of the next couple months, you know, after this all blows over, figure out are they, are they gone, are they not, uh, I think more information on these people may come out. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where we can start diving uh, into more of, like, maybe their backstory. If they are found unalive, uh, you know, maybe we can look at, like, who did they work with? What were they dealing with? But even in this recent article, it shows a picture of the submarine, and it shows the damn remote control, dude. It's, like, I don't think that was upgraded right there, dude. There's the remote. Up, down, side to side. This is like a fucking, uh, this is like a Fisher-Price fucking toy right here, dude. You know what I mean? Put a th- put in the cheat code. X X A B. Cheat code Whatever. quick. We need to get out of here. Yeah, man. It, it's a sad story, man, and it's it's kind of captivating everybody right now, right? Because the Titanic is this 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 thing that we all grew up with and are intrigued by. It's a yeah. it's a huge story in American history. I mean, maybe and, they and English history. Maybe they didn't know that they could just return to the previous destination by pushing B. I think he knew. Oh, yeah, exactly. So you just back no, out exactly. of there. We need to back out of this. Just push B. The yeah. elevator button on the thing did not work. <laughs> Smash that B button. <laughs> yeah, it did not uh, work. But, dude, somebody took a shit on that joint, dude. There's a, That toilet's not For hidden. sure. You know what I mean? That thing yeah. is right there. But oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I like, mean, the son probably was like, Dad, I shouldn't have had that chicken sandwich before oh, we left. Oh, man. But I just, I just I feel poop. like 
there out of all the technology in this world, this is what you build to go down there. Yeah, like have- you don't even put seats. Like you're paying $250,000 a person to sit in a pipe. Well, that thing costs. Yeah. I mean, the whole operation is, is costing uh, millions of dollars guaranteed to do. It's that's insane to me. Like, cause there, you there's have so to have the- much more technology that could be used to do something like this. I mean, dude, they spend billions on submarines for the military. Billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And they're they're pretty like, I mean, they're high tech. No, don't get me wrong. But I'm saying they're pretty like, they're pretty rough. You know what I mean? Metal, like there's no, like not a lot of luxury. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the ones that we've been in that have been decommissioned for the last uh, Even years. the new ones, I think, are, are just like, they're pretty rudimental, like just fucking metal. How long Maybe. were these people supposed to be on this thing? I don't know. I because mean, uh, why would you make something really comfortable if you're only supposed to be on it for like half a day? Well, yeah, well, but the to- same the same reason you're going to pay the extra money to ride first class in a plane. Yeah, but this is like a quick let's yeah, get this down is, there, this is let's a look private, at it, and then let's get back up. I mean, this is a private situation. What do you think riding a plane is? Uh, that's commercial, though. That's commercial. This is not commercial. This is this is a uh, like I said. This is a, probably a self funded. Okay, okay, so that'd be like renting a fucking private jet. To fly from your house to New York or wherever you're going, and when you get inside, you're all just sitting on the floor. Maybe it has to do with weight. Like they don't want a lot of extra. Could be. And like screws and bolts and stuff with the pressure, maybe those can pop out. You know, like a, a you know, like that subway commercial when that guy oh, yeah. eats too much and his uh, pant button just pops off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you that like to the extent that Elon should have created this thing. I got to be honest with you, he would have had like. You know, remote seats. You know, yeah. put you in, like vibrating seats. Because uh, if I if I'm a billionaire or a millionaire or whatever, and a, they're like, "Hey, for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can you can take this trip down the bottom of the ocean and see the Titanic," I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then they show me this, I'm going, "Fuck off, dude." Well, maybe I'm not, not doing that. I mean, who gets to see the Titanic, right? In its in its state that it's in. This you're talking about a handful of people in the world that's seen the Titanic. Yeah. And so you get this opportunity to, because uh, you got piss money, right? You just have money that you can just piss off and do whatever. Yeah, you but want at with. the same time, you're going. I've seen the documentaries of people going down there before. They had stuff way better than this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe man. it adds to the intrigue, dude. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be so rugged and uncomfortable. I can't wait. Uh, maybe, I don't you know. know. I mean, he was an explorer. Maybe, maybe it's like you know, you got a fifth wheel, but you're going to go tent camping. There you go. Sure. It's part there of, I think go. it's part of the experience, the, the, just gutting it out and getting down there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, it's interesting. It's an interesting story. I do wish them, uh, the best and I hope they do find them. Uh, either yeah, way, it's either just way. really unfolding right now. So yeah. yeah, more to come. Yeah, man. So whether here or not, I hope we find them so they can be, uh, you know, the families can get closure and everything. Hopefully they didn't just get whisked away somewhere. Um, but we'll see, and we'll find out more about these people. Prayers for the families. Prayers for the families. Jokes aside, we we honestly like hope that hope the best for this one because that would be terrible. But this mm. is why I don't do crazy shit. I got to be honest with you. This is why I don't do crazy shit. Even if I yep. was rich, I probably wouldn't do this. <laughs> I'd be like, I got a documentary with fucking HD. We just got some great imagery of the Titanic. I'm good. Yeah, there is a limit to what I do. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> there is a limit. <laughs> now I know, Greg. Yesterday you had a story that you wanted to bring up that we did not get to. Yeah, dude, this is, uh, you know, kind of that Orwellian future of uh, facial recognition and, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're integrating it into businesses. Now businesses are begging for it. Mm-hmm. So this this story combines, you know, the the technocratic kind of take over the Orwellian nature of things. It also entwines 
the defund the police movement, the smash and grab robberies, mm. right? Yeah. The rise of the minimum wage. It just it combines so much. And I was reading this and I was like, holy moly, this is this explains a lot. So what this article really is about is this um, this bill that is going to go through. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is in New York City, of course. Now, that the title of this article is Grocers Cry Foul as New York City Weighs Ban on Face ID Tech that Stops Shoplifters. Okay? Mm. Because there is this proposed bill. Um, it is coming, uh, which follows the city's feud with Madison Square Garden owner James Dolan, blah, 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 blah. But this bill would require private businesses and residential buildings to obtain customers' written consent before their biometric information is captured. All right? So it's like, before you steal something from me, can you write on this piece of paper that you're okay with me uh, capturing your biometric data? Yeah, that's weird. So this this is saying that such a rule would make it practically impossible for supermarkets to use the technology to combat theft. All right? Okay, so they're using, they're, they want this technology, but they're saying that they have to have a written thing for them to use this technology, and they're saying that's impossible. Yeah, so the grocers, the mm-hmm. people who own the grocery stores and they own like these small businesses, yeah. Yeah. they want the facial identity uh, recognition uh, like uh, technology. Yep. Because it helps them retain, <laughs> I mean, just stop theft, right? Yes. Well, yeah, at that point you can, you can ID who's stealing from you with a lot more ease. Yes. Now, uh, here's where it gets a little interesting too. It says, the bill has gained momentum as some argue that the technology should only be allowed for use by law enforcement, claiming that it increases the risk of racial profiling. It's not, but it's not racial profile. If you're doing it, you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, so so now now this is the the algorithm, Dave, because it says studies have consistently shown that this technology has high error rates for darker skinned people. This is according to a city council member. Okay, she mm-hmm. says we're heading down a dystopian path if we're conceding that a facial recognition scan is a prerequisite to buying eggs. All right. Now I agree with that. I agree. I'm like, yeah, you should not be locking up your Froyo because someone's going to steal it and you should not have to scan your eyeball to unlock the door. But let's look at where this all stems from. Right. Um, And, and this stems from what's his name? Um, What's uh the Alvin Bragg, oh, sure. the attorney, the Manhattan mm-hmm. District attorney who's going after Trump, yeah, the same guy. So what he did was he made it uh, so that way if you are stealing less than $1,000 worth of goods, oh, it's yeah. considered a misdemeanor. Yeah. yeah. Right? So they're not going to prosecute your ass if you don't steal anything over $1,000. It's the same thing with San Francisco. Was why <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Right? Now, according to this stat in this article, this is just real quick, and then we'll, we'll maybe go back up because there's some interesting things that I've highlighted. In 2022, NYPD officials said that 327 people accounted for 6,660 arrests. So basically, 327 people accounted for 30% of all shoplifting yeah, incidences. So it's yeah. the same people doing it over and over again. Yep. Yes, because of this Al- uh, Alvin Bragg rule. They get caught, they won't be charged, they six, get slapped six, with six. a misdemeanor, and then they're back out on the streets committing the crime again. That is why the shoplifter, or the uh, the shop, the grocers, want this technology, because they're going, hey, we have repeat offenders. Yep. Once you capture their face, it's easy to recognize them again on this uh, 
this technology. So with that quick math, at 327 people, each of them would have to be arrested 20 times each. Yeah. Which is, yeah, for petty crime. I mean, there's people with rap sheets way longer than that. But, bro, <laughs> I mean, come on now. Yeah. So um, in response, scores of businesses have been investing in this facial recognition technology. Between 30 and 40% mm-hmm. of all independent grocers or grocers, yeah, are using some version of this software. Yeah. 30 to 40% in New York, New York City have this facial recognition ID stuff. Yep. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Like, even if you're not using the facial recognition in, like, live format, like, it's just, it's, like, capturing everyone's face in live time. Mm -hmm. But even if you had it, so if something did happen, you can go back and use it to recognize whoever was there. Yeah, but they're being forced to use this. And not only forced to use it, but they're begging for it. They're like, hey, this saves me at least $150 a week, this one uh, grocer was saying. But see, that's the thing, though, is, like, even if they capture the people... Like, the DA is not doing anything about it. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the technology seems like, yeah, they might be able to pimp. And a lot of these people are coming in with masks on their face. But a lot of people are, uh, yeah. are, are, they can find out who it is, but they're not doing anything about it. Yeah, so it almost spending, doesn't even matter once yeah. you recognize their face that because nothing's going to be done anyway. I mean, well, what, now, so what it does is it serves as a deterrent. So in the, uh, in like going down into this article, it says, these uh, this technology will send text message alerting to the staff if the suspicious person is caught on the camera. Sure. And there's also a light above the entrance that flashes yellow. Mm. So when the software flags somebody suspicious, this light will start blasting off. And he says that um, this is one one grocer. He said some potential shoplifters simply turn around and leave before anyone approaches them. So it, it is kind yeah. of a deterrent. They they notice this light going off. They're like, oh shit. They saw me, you know. I don't think they care. I got to be honest with you. Most of these people are like you see on the videos, they're brazen, dude. They just go in. They don't care that people are standing right next to them. And that's where it gets to be problematic. They just steal. There's like five employees all around them. They're just fucking loading up their trash bags. Yeah. And and as soon as an employee like tackles them or, you know, it's an assault charge. Well, and that's that's where it becomes a, a bigger issue. You may have this facial recognition, but even people knowing that you have it, it isn't going to be that much of a deterrent if they know that they're not going to be prosecuted for anything. So that's what I'm saying is like, what is the point of this facial recognition technology if it does nothing in the end? Well, I think the hope is that someone would actually do something about yeah. it if they had the information of who actually did it for sure. Well, but, if they have, but records. don't you see, don't you see how like the city and how Alvin Bragg's rule, like this could simply be solved by just, Hey, let's not, let's not, let's get rid of the misdemeanor shit. And make it a felony if you steal things. And then let's lock them up. Yeah, right? but That's I, all you have to do. Yeah, but we're closer to them going to misdemeanor than felony, right? So they just signed off, and even San Francisco had recently signed off on making these things less of a crime. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that you think they're going to turn that around all of a sudden and admit that they are wrong, I, I don't think that's going to I don't happen. think they're going to turn it around. I'm just saying that's how you solve it. I don't yeah. think that they're going to solve it. But they're not going to solve it, and, and the, but that goes against what they're you know saying to the public that they want to have less you know less prisoners. But at the end of the day, if you're doing crime, you're doing crime. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. Like if you're stealing, you're stealing. And if it happens to be from one group, I, we got to maybe figure out how we handle this culturally. You know what I'm saying? Like how do we work with the the cities and figure out what we got to do? Yeah. But like this stuff was the reason that San Francisco is losing people left and right is because of this very thing. 
Target's leaving Portland. But, all the WalMarts are gone. But look at like the the progress of how this was implemented. Like you get rid of the police, mm-hmm. or if you do get rid of the police, now you have very few police, so it's more expensive it's to crew. like maintain them, right? And then you have the smash and grab robberies that were just like groups of people going into stores, smashing the shit, stealing the shit, right? Yeah. That was a big trend happening yeah. last year. And, and then still, all of a sudden now you now you have this this need for this facial recognition technology yeah. because that's the only way that we can uh, circumvent these things from happening. Well, what's so when you were talking about this yesterday, you were saying that this is like scary basically. Like what, well, what it part combines, of it? it that's what it, that's what I'm saying. It combines all of those ideas into one final well, I don't want to say final solution, but it is kind of like this it's the end road. It's the um let's surveil everybody mm. it's surveillance right but we already it's do not that. just we already yeah do but that. it's it's not just the um the robbers the people who are you know yeah. the thieves yeah. it's recognizing you me everybody yeah yeah i mean i my, i would just argue that like when you walk down the street of any city you're being surveilled i know but it's just adding to another layer to that cake yeah. you know what i mean it's just making it more fortified it's another st- structure that's adding to this whole beast system. So yeah, I'm, I, I do find it funny though. This says that critics of the facial recognition software say that the systems can be 99% accurate for middle-aged white men, but get it wrong more than one in three times for some women of color. Hmm. So it has a tough time identifying black women hmm. or, 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 you know, black or brown, you know, but I'm just saying like, some people were saying that's older technology. You know, we've we've come a long ways. Like those studies that they're referring to are from yesteryear. We now have fixed those things. Mm. But if it if it can't even identify you, like think of uh, those lawsuits too. What if you are uh, misappropriately identified as a thief, and yeah. you're like, bro, I'm just here. I want to shop. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not a thief. Like your your technology's wrong. Well, and so that's the, that's part of the problem, right? So if you, if you're a small store and you decide to use this technology, you also have to understand the risk of you misidentifying people and having lawsuits against you. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that, that's a reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would say, you know, if I was that person, I'd be like, you better prove it. Cause, uh, you know what I'm saying? Study show. And so if they can't prove that it's actually you, well, I just, here's my thing. I don't know where I sit on this because one of the reasons I don't like surveillance because I don't like the government surveillance, you know, yeah. but like as a, as a small ice cream shop or a fucking local minute Mart that has the technology, I'm like, it's a, it's a local business. Somebody, we all, all know, even going back to this article I have from 2022, Walmart CEO warns companies will close more stores if theft doesn't slow down. We're all seeing the trend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they're all moving out and they're all getting rid of the shit because they, they, they literally can't survive with that much theft. Yeah. I, I, but the I, government I, buys the data from these data procurers, like these programs that, you know, yeah, you can start out small scale, but mm-hmm. eventually I'm sure Walmarts and all these bigger chains have these, the same kind of programs and the government uses the data. It buys the data, dude. It probably like, same does. thing with the, with the cell phone data and all this other shit. Yeah. They, they buy that stuff. So the, the question would be is where would the, the data for this kind of software be stored like if you were just a tiny minimar store that had this kind of technology working on your security cameras and stuff like that where is that information being stored is it being stored locally at, like you just have it or is it being stored like on google or something like that i mean From a lot my of understanding, them are hard drives like 
Yeah, from my understanding is you have the local hardware, but then the software connects to a cloud. And that's usually how most of these modern kind of apps work is you download the physical app or the app on your whatever. And then the data gets sent to a server somewhere. Right. Yeah. Dude, I I, listen, I'm I'm with you that uh, this is a really tough one because. You know, private citizens who run businesses are struggling because they can't figure it. They're not getting the help that they need from the police. The DA is not helping them when people are, you know, actually arrested. They're getting right back out. They're doing it literally 20 times. You know what I'm saying? And so they're trying to find a way to, hey, in order for me to stay in business, I have to figure something out. So I have a lot of sympathy towards the fact that, like, they're not getting help from the government or from the local local government. and, and, And it's tough. At the same time, well, you don't it, want to see Doesn't that. it feel like a trap, though? It feels like they led them down this path to basically say, like, look, your only option is to have this facial recognition program put in. Uh, I think that they, I don't know, man. I, at the same time, I don't, I think most of them probably understand that this isn't necessarily fixing anything anyways. And, and I know from working with businesses and restaurants and stuff that, like, a lot of these companies and businesses are, are paycheck to paycheck, man. You know what I'm saying? They're not making significant money. And so the mm-hmm. idea of putting this huge program with, you know, yeah, it's not face recognition, like they, they're just not going to afford that. They just can't. So most, most businesses are not going to have this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're talking about Walmart, Target, like, you know, major corporations, like, sure. But like any of these mom and pa shops downtown New York City, very few of them are going to be able to afford multiple thousands of dollars for technology. They're just not. They'd rather just it's, close the doors. Dude, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've heard that this technology, they're saying like in the long run, you know, the, the price for this technology is way less than the price of the stolen goods that they have to, re, you know. But that's yeah, not but true. The, the problem is, is coming up with the money to pay for it up front. It's up front. Yeah. And that's just not true. They can spend six grand on this. I don't know how much it actually costs, but you're, you're assuming that that's going to stop them from having the theft. It's not going to stop them. All they can well, do this, is, yeah, this, this points to a success story, right? This article does. It doesn't talk about like the, uh, the people who bought this and it doesn't work. It's talking about like, oh, well, here's a success story. Um, so you have a, uh, Morton Williams owner shop. Mm-hmm. They installed this it. software in 16 of their stores throughout the city. Over the past year, the chain has spent over $1 million to hire off duty NYPD officials to stand guard at the, the store's exit. So they spent over a million dollars for private security. And they're just they're saying that it's just not sustainable. It basically wiped out any profit we had. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. It's just like, what else are you going to do? You can't pri- you can't hire this private security because I guess that costs more. I mean, it, whatever this technology is for 16 stores, it's less than a million dollars a year. And that's what he was paying for the security. Yeah, but again. <laughs> A million dollars a year for a small business is never going to happen. In New York City, maybe. No. That's the only place that I could see it, but no. yeah. I, I call bullshit. Uh, most of these companies and like the people that are getting, you know, listen, CVS, Walgreens, like, yeah, sure, they could spend a million dollars because they have multiple stores and they make tons of profit. But I'm talking about just the random people that are getting fucked. Like a million dollars is a significant amount of money. Yeah, It's I know, significant. Man. And so, and on top of it, it's like, you're, you can find the person and recognize them and hope that it deters them, but they can just come, like to Chris's point, they can come in, steal, and know that even if they were caught, they're going to be released tomorrow. 
So this doesn't even this. Yeah. I don't see anywhere in here where this is actually a success story. It just says that he didn't spend as much money as he did hiring NYPD officials to stand guard. Yeah, it, it basically just starts out saying success success stories like Garcia's convinced Morton Williams owner blah 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 blah. Yeah, it doesn't, so like this it, Garcia guy. Um, I don't know. No, this is a different one. So if you look at this picture of this small store that they have right here, yeah. This is Carlos Calado, who owns Fine Fair Grocery down in Bronx, says that facial recognition technology is saving him at least $150 a week per store. So they own multiple stores. These are like chains, I guess. Sure. Yeah, but $150 a week in what? Yeah. It's, is it just, just in profit? In just, no. I know, not pro, I know, but is he just saving money because he doesn't have to hire security? Or yes. is he saving money because people aren't stealing anymore? No, he's not having to hire security. No, people are still stealing from you. Yeah. Yeah, they're still, not, they're still because stealing. they're not getting prosecuted once they get recognized. Yeah, so you're not saving money from this working, and people aren't stealing from you anymore. You're just not having to hire security, dude. There's a thousand videos up right now where you can see uh, security officers in these stores that literally just stand there and call the cops. Exactly, and yeah. then they run right out and they just go, well, "I'm not getting stabbed." You know yeah. what I mean? So like yeah. that's exactly so what th- it is. This technology doesn't work. So that's my other point too. You guys are making it like, hello, yeah. Yeah, like why are we why why are we installing yeah, this? You're piece recognizing of shit? people's faces, but you're not stopping anything. Well, it's because there's it's yeah. desperation, Greg. That's the fucking problem. Is these 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 business owners are underwater right now because the the city has let them down completely, and so they're trying to find mm-hmm. some way to feel like they're doing something to help stop this. And and I'm I'm not trying to be the, the you know criticizer, but this is not going to be the problem. Like this guy shows this picture where they have all these. Uh, photos of people stealing on the wall like they don't care yeah they don't care. they don't give a shit none of those people on that wall care that their face is plastic there is no shame in what they're doing they feel in honestly that they deserve it is that guy stealing right there right next to him probably. <laughs> no, he's working, working. but he could be I, the, but yeah the so that's gonna, that's like that's a really good point you guys i mean so like admittedly alvin bragg uh these larger cities even yeah, portland San Francisco, Right, they're not committing, or they're they're basically not charging the thieves with the yep. harsher penalty, which is allowing them to create what twenty thefts yep. a year, or with so any, it, that, or with any, any penalty at that point. Well, mm-hmm. I, it's going to come down to this: these businesses are going to go out of business, and just like Portland uh, and San Francisco just lost AT and T from San Francisco or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Uh, Portland lost all of its Walmarts downtown. All I mean, most of the targets are shut down at this point. Um, even REI left Portland. Uh, there's going to come a point where all of them leave and there's nothing left. And if you go to downtown Portland, you'll find a lot of nothing right now. And so when uh, Walmart left, wherever they went to, people were outside protesting, like, how dare you leave? You know, this is a low-income shopping. Like, this is an affordable shopping for people who are low-income. And, yep. you know, how dare you leave? And it's like... Well, how about you blame the right people? Don't blame Walmart for getting their ass handed to them because the local DAs wouldn't do shit about anything or the cops weren't there to help because they were defunded. Uh, How about you you take a step back and say, hey, we want to have safe place to shop. How do we do that? Well, police, prosecuting people that do shit like this would be a great start. Get back. That's it. Get back to the That is like the the number one thing that could solve this is... Start prosecuting the people properly. Yep. Yeah. Again. Yep. Like just change the rule, change the law. Yeah. And then see how fast this problem goes away. 
yeah, yeah, pretty much this whole this whole technology doesn't do anything that the they say it's going to help you with. No. There's no way it would. But it's just desperate. But like you said, Greg, the the only thing it does do is depending on how this is stored and how it's used, it does provide uh data collection profits for whoever is going to be selling it. Absolutely. That's about that's about the only thing it would do. Yeah, so it's just another step in the uh the <laughs> the stairwell to, you know, this whole technocratic kind of surveillance state, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, none of it works if you don't have support from the city. You guys ever see the movie Eagle Eye? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Don't think so. It's it's about this kid or somebody sees something. Is it about E. coli? No. Uh, They see something (laughs) he wasn't supposed to see, and then he comes to find out that they have this technology. Like, he's running from the authorities, and they have a way to see him no matter where he is through Mm. anything that has a lens. It's like good. enemy at the state or yeah. enemy of the state with yeah. Will Smith back yeah. in the day. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, I think it is in that movie. Mm. Eagle Eye. Oh, I, I remember seeing. It. I've never yeah. seen it, but I, I know. Good. You're oh, Eagle Eye, dude! Eagle I eye. literally thought you said E. coli. Oh, and I'm like <laughs> literally you were like, joking. What the hell is this? Okay, uh, no. Uh, Eagle Eye. E. coli will find you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no. Good story, man. I I think it's yeah. uh, it's interesting, but we have a long ways to go, and I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets a lot better, and it's going to take people realizing that. Wow, I have nowhere to shop anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's nowhere to go, and people are going to demand. Uh, you know why is it? And then the truth will come out eventually. Well, yeah, people are going to get to a, a point where enough is enough, and they're just like we have to do something about these this. places. Leaving kills local economies, man. Yeah. So I, they're going going to have to face facts at some point. But right now, yeah, I don't see this being a huge other than just having a great photo of them. I don't see this being like a huge <laughs> thing, dude. It's not a huge deterrent. Right. Not really. No, because I, I think if you look at a lot of people just smile. They go and steal and they'll look you right in the face, flip you off and be like, fuck you. You ain't yeah. doing shit. And they don't care. Yeah, They don't care. They know that it's just a misdemeanor at best. And that's even if the cops pursue it. Well, yeah. yeah and that's and that's the problem, too, is like there is so much disrespect and so much that they just don't care. It's most of it happens in broad daylight now. Mm-hmm. It does. They just walk in, walk out. Yep. Yep. So we'll see, man. We'll see. It's a, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. I don't Strange blame them. Time. I don't blame them for wanting to try to figure something out, but I don't know if this is the right path. So it's not. Uh submarines and theft. You know what yes. I'm saying? Good good topics, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah man. It's good. It, it was good, man. Hopefully, uh, like I said before, hopefully they find that crew and they get them back safely. If not, let's bring them back regardless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh cheers to you guys. I don't have any drinks, so I'm just gonna tug you off. <laughs> oh, tug me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Happy Tuesday. We'll see you guys later. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.